Can't tell. Okay, there we go. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Uh, welcome back to a brand new episode of Afro Latinos. This is your co host, Alvin. And your co host, Mischievous Chandler. You just make up a new name for yourself every time, bro. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you should have went for the alliteration on that one, man. Well, uh, yeah. let's see. I've been working. I've been little... working on my English here and there. Yeah. <laughs> the alliteration. Let's see the uh, um, Tramposo Chano. Chill. Uh, let me see. I'm trying to figure out the uh, the alliteration. Um, uh, uh, it's a, uh, a hand sandwich. A hand sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're back with a new episode of Afro Latinos. We are here with my boy Jason. Uh, Jason, do, do us a favor, real quick. Can you just uh, let the people know who you are, real quick? Just introduce yourself to the people. Uh, a lot of them haven't met you on this show before, so let them get to know you for a second before we start the show so they can kind of get the full picture. Look at this man's clean camera. Hey, if you're listening, on the, if you're listening on the audio. Y'all got to check out the YouTube clip because my man Jason is clean like I ain't never seen before. Uh, this man's <laughs> camera is so crisp, he making me want to leave the camera because I'm about to be like Cheney with a no camera today because I just don't want to be seen on the same I can I can see I every thought that he's I having see- right now. Everything <laughs> is just coming. <laughs> so I can see what oh, pour man. the sweat drops is about to drop from <laughs> right now. Uh, yeah, so Cheney, uh, Jason, let us know who you are. Let the people know a little bit about you yo what it do what it do is jason uh alvin and i met back in 2014 so we've been friends since college and we just maintained this friendship i'm currently in medical school just trying to get my life together um just you know just trying to figure it out like everybody else is um that's pretty much what i do for a living just school for the most part and um yeah that's that's it all right. Well, appreciate you being here. This is my boy, the one person from college I still keep in contact with on the regular. Uh, I think the only person from Millersville that was invited to my wedding. I hope nobody else is watching because um, if you, hey, I'm sorry, I apologize. Most of y'all didn't like me before we left anyway. Uh, so, I mean, that was the whole thing. But that's kind of what we, we're going to talk a little bit about that uh, on tonight's episode. Uh, tonight we are turning back the clocks and uh, looking. That's tonight. Back at who? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tomorrow morning you're turning the clock back. You get an extra hour, Jimmy. So what uh, that mean? So I mean, like, at, at, at like right, three o'clock, it goes back to two o'clock. The fuck? You got an extra hour. <laughs> <laughs> so we are we, with the time change. This is actually a topic that Jason. Uh, brought to us and he wanted to be a part of the show to talk about this so i'm thankful that jason uh, brought this idea to us we're going to talk a little bit about um our pasts and how our pasts shape our futures uh and kind of looking back at who we used to be and comparing that to who we are now and how everything has kind of changed so you're going to get a little bit of insight a little bit deeper probably into each one of us and we look forward to sharing that with you Hello, Ruben Natal, Figueroa. Welcome to the comments. We appreciate Hello, you. Hello, my dear wife. Find, find a way to get Cheney a camera so we can see his face. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, Facebook, there's like one, there's a couple ones that are worth like $5. I'm about to call. Hey, I, you, I'm going to need you to figure out something because I can't keep looking at myself <laughs> on the camera. Or at least at least next time, you just got to change the Afro, like the, the StreamYard uh, profile picture to you so that you can be just there. And um, then, like, but it'll turn you into me as well. And that's okay because my camera's always on, so I don't, that's have, a fact. don't have to that's worry a fact. about that. A fact. All right, let's get started with the conversation in just a second. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Like, I got this. This and like. <laughs>
And here we are. Jason, I think that's your first time seeing the intro. What you, what you think of a little theme song? You know? That was fire. I also want to yeah. comment. This is very early, but y'all, y'all two are like really goaded at this hosting stuff. Like, very <laughs> I mean, all been goaded. Yeah, that's, this is why I, this is, I do what I do. This yeah. is why I do this because I enjoy it. It's fun for me. It's a yeah. challenge. You never know which way you're gonna go with it. You know what I'm saying? But uh, just do what we can. You feel me? Yeah, keep it all up. Right. Keep it up. Hey, y'all get better. That. Appreciate yeah. that. Uh, as soon as I figure out what camera you got, then we're really going to turn it. <laughs> because, uh, you have, to, really you have be... to get that mic, too. I mean, you have yeah. one, but that's I don't know what it is. Get a better one. My mic, I, I got a, my, it's in the car. I keep, get a better one. My, I keep saying to myself, I'm going to grab it again. Now I got my soundproofing up on my walls behind the, the monitor. So now I got to do something else to help to help further it through. So anyway, uh, Jason, why don't you kick us off tonight? Because you brought this idea to us. Why don't you kind of tell us what was on your mind uh, when you decided to randomly text me a super thought-provoking question in the middle of a Saturday <laughs> afternoon. Uh, so why are we talking about looking looking at our past tonight? Well, I was in the shower. I'm playing, I'm playing. <laughs> it wasn't like that. <laughs> shower thoughts. Uh, <laughs> I'm just be hitting. <laughs> Uh, honestly, like, I don't know, before the, 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 the broadcast started, you know, we're just talking about life and looking back, like, I'm 24. We're all pretty – we're getting there. Like, 30 is not that far for me, even though it's six years. But, yeah, it's, like, going to be here because six years ago was 2015. Yeah, mm-hmm. so long story short, like, you know, as you get older, ideally you're supposed to look back and be like, you know what, um, that wasn't right. You know, so I figured out, I found a lot of things in my life that I'm like, yo, that what I did in that situation, I take the blame. I didn't do it right. You know, so in my new current state of mind, I often feel guilty over that. Like, man, I wish I could, you know, turn back the hands of time to not have made someone feel this way. Or, you know, maybe I shouldn't have said this. Maybe I shouldn't have done that. Um, So, yes, I'm here now and I'm like very aware or a lot more aware relatively because I don't know everything, you know? And I'm like, yeah, it just makes me, it makes me embarrassed. You know, honestly, that's just what it is. It makes me embarrassed and I wish I could go back, but um, we just got to keep moving. So it's like the conversation becomes, what can you do when you're aware of these things and keep going, you know? Have you ever, have you ever thought like, cause there's like, obviously we've all done things and had moments in our lives where we are not like proud of, right? We've all done things. We've all said things. We've all been places that we weren't supposed to be or whatever. Have you ever wondered like how many things in your life would be different had you have done things the right way or had you have just done something different? And would you go back and actually change that to see what would happen if you would have done it? Or do you think that things happen for a reason and you just kind of roll with whatever happens. You know what I'm saying? Like, would you risk? It's always like that, that, you know, if you could go back in time and pull that string, well, once you pull that string, does your world unravel? How much changes when you change that one little thing that you said or did to someone? Like, did you need, was that a lesson? You know what I'm saying? So would you go back? Do you think you would do that? Jason, Cheney, whoever. Cheney, you go first. Would I go back and is that what, was that the question? Would I go yeah. back? Would you go back and change that thing? Would you be willing to pull that string and watch how it all unravels? I have this thought where everything that had to happen is the reason I am the way I am now. I am today. Uh, the, all bad things 
all good things, everything that's happened has made me what I've turned into today. That's my original thought. Would I go back and change something? If <clears throat> I would a million times, a million times think about, I uh, wish that I could redo things that I shouldn't have done or or could have done better. I all the time. Um, but there's always that that thought where it's like the possibility of changing one thing could change your whole future. I've mm-hmm. seen a lot of Flash. Um, <laughs> and I, I, there's like sometimes it's like I wish I could go back, fix that, and then like come here. Everything's yeah. normal except that one thing that I right. fixed and everything's fine. Unfortunately, we do not know if it, <laughs> if, it, if it could would turn that way or if it would just completely change everything that's now. I wish I could go back and do things right the way that they were supposed to happen. But I don't think I would because um, I think they were supposed to happen that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, so I regret, I regret a lot of things that I've said, done. I mean, it's stuff from the past, um, but you kind of got to live with it because you can't really do anything about it now except move on and just do better now. Mm-hmm. Jason? Yeah, I agree with Jamie. Um, I have a lot of regret and like oftentimes how I made people feel. Um, but I wouldn't go back though. Um, because like I think it's part of the learning process. And I feel like wanting to go back is like wanting to be perfect, but we as humans we're not perfect, you know. So like Cheney said, like now that we know, like it's on us at this point. If you if we're aware at this point and we're still hurting people. That's that. That's on you at that point. Mm-hmm. But now that we know, like we we should try to like you know make everyone feel like they matter. You know, give people their roses while they're here. You know, so that's how I feel. That's how I look at it going forward. <clears throat> yeah, for sure. And I think about like I, I can only talk about life from my perspective because I've only ever lived in my life. And I I look at like how decisions that I made affected people. And that, I think those are the ones that that hurt the most, right? The ones that you know hurt someone else. And I'm like, man, like, did I did it have to be that way? Could I have learned this same lesson somehow mm. else? You know what I mean? Like, was there something else that would have shown me what I was supposed to learn without me having to hurt somebody else? And I know I've hurt a lot of people in my life, and I apologize dearly um, to each one of those people. Um, but you you never. And but the thing is, sometimes you never know how you know, the thing you said, the thing you did affected someone unless you say something to them. So like, I look back at at our time at Millersville, right? This is going to be a little self introspection real quick. Millersville was my number one college choice, right? When I, when I, it was my, I think it was my first official college visit that I had made. And we literally pulled up to campus and we went to the uh, the building behind the 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 galley is the music right in front of the music building. I guess where the visitor, visitor center is, the financial aid office, all that stuff is. So walk like we pulled up outside of there, and like I stepped foot on campus and was like, man, like this is where I want to be. Like this is where I want to be to college. Like when we got home, I applied. Like I did everything I needed to right away, um, and I had made the decision pretty much that I was going to go to Millersville from the moment I got there. Right. Mm-hmm. So then. 
Like, I was so excited to be there. It was my first real time away from home. You know, I had grown up, for the most part, in a super small town. You know, Milton is not that big of a town. And I had lived there for, at that point, 16, 17 years of my life. The formative years of my life had been in this small town, Pennsylvania. Um, And not that Millersville is not that much bigger of a place, but it's certainly bigger being in college, trying to be your own person, trying to figure out life, right? Um, and there was a lot of immaturity that I look back at myself and be like, man, like I was really not ready for that moment. Like I was really not ready to be there and to be on my own and to really be um, having conversations. And the, the things that I've said have come from a very small minded place, um, mainly because of the place that I grew You know, like the things I would say and I remember like there were conversations that I had had with some people and, you know, in our friend group, Jason, like the conversations that we would have and the things that I said in those conversations hurt people mm-hmm. and hurt their feelings because I, you know, I could say that stuff at home and nobody would think anything different because we all thought similarly, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But then you go into a place where everyone is, has different opinions and they come from different backgrounds. And, and I never realized the hurt that I was causing simply because of my ignorance Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Simply because I, I didn't, even though my parents raised me right and they taught me the right things to say and the right things to do, like, I didn't know how to do that on my own. Like, I didn't mm-hmm. know how to do that without the guidance. And so I think back to that night, right? You know exactly the night that I'm talking about. Yep. I think back to to that night and I am thankful as much as that night hurt everything that was inside of me. I am thankful for that moment because without it, I truly don't think that I would be where I am today. Right? And mm-hmm. a lot of that, that number one, so that night that I'm referring to, I'm not going to go into the details because it's just not important. Um, the friend group that Jason and I, that we were in, we had a huge argument. Um, it was basically me and a couple other of, of people that were there screaming, literally screaming at each other. Um, and what happened was, I walked into the conversation. We all would hang out in Jason's room. It was like the, the spot to be. And we had come back from playing basketball or something at the gym. And I had gone to take a shower and I came upstairs. And when I went to go knock on the door, I heard people, like I heard my name. And like I heard people talking about me. And I was like, like what's going on? Like this is an experience that I'm, I've never been in before. I've never been in a place where people are talking about me behind my back. Like, And nobody's ever said anything to me. So, you know, as soon as you hear somebody talking about you and you didn't expect it, like you go on the defensive, right? Mm-hmm. Like your first thing is like, that's not what I said. This is how I meant. You know, you go super defensive. And I think back to that day and I and I don't think I ever really internalized what people were saying to me because in the moment I just wanted to defend myself and mm-hmm. I wanted to protect myself from the hurtful things that they were saying that I said, the hurt that I caused them. And that for me was an integral part, I think of becoming who I am because, you know, I, I think, I think, and I hope that since that moment, there has been a maturation and a growth for me that I can now look at myself differently in the way that I treat people, the way that I interact with people. Um, and I, I hope that I don't ever make someone feel that way again, especially to where, it boils over to a point that it did because that was a an ugly night. Like that was a a bad night, um, and and it it was the catalyst for 
a lot of things. Number one, you know, that at that point I felt completely alone. Um, felt like there was nobody on campus there that that was on my side. And so it was one of the main reasons I decided to transfer um, and then just being closer to home. So I just made the decision to transfer. And then a month later, my dad had his heart attack, quadruple bypass, strokes, X, Y, Z. And so chances are I probably would have transferred home anyway. Like I would have been home anyway because I needed to be closer to my family. But I'm like, did I have to go through all of that? But then, you know, because I had to take care of my dad, I had to help my mom with the house. Like I had to step up. So I had to mature. Like I, I didn't have a choice at that point because my family needed me. And I think that without that happening, I don't think I really would have become who I am. I, I probably would have stayed in Millsville, you know, for all four years. I probably would have graduated from there. Probably wouldn't have the job that I have now. I definitely wouldn't be married to the woman I am now. Like none of n- nothing that I think about now that happened would be happening had all of that stuff not transpired at Millersville. And as much as it hurts, I realized how necessary it was. Mm. That's a good point. And that's, I always think about that. Like that, that question you asked, could I have learned this in a different way? I, I think we really just don't know, to be honest with you. We really don't. It's, um, I think about it all the time, all the time. It's, it's, uh, yeah, but when you were saying what you were saying, I just want to congratulate you on, you know, growing because um, at that point in your life, you could have still been on the defensive, you know, and still said, this is the way I am. That was my fault, my critical character fault when I was a villain <laughs> for a long time. <laughs> and that's, that's, that's why I call that phase of my life when I was a villain. I just felt I knew best. I knew everything. I felt my ideas couldn't be challenged. Um, and I don't even know for what reason I used to navigate life that way, but it made sense. You know, sometimes people do things, what makes sense to them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, if I just, that was my number one fault. My number two was thinking for five minutes or sometimes not even thinking at all. You know, nowadays when I think, when I make decisions, I make five-year decisions with everything I do. I always think five-year plan. If I do this, if I brush my teeth tonight, that's a less likelihood that in five years I'll need a root canal. That's how I think. That's how I really think. But like back then, like I would like, it'll be two voices. It'll be like, maybe you shouldn't do this. And then the other voice would be like, nah, do it, whatever. See how they react. See what they'll do. So I used to like, you know, just not think at all. And like just those two character flaws, like really hurt a lot of people, you know, but you know, I've learned to not do that anymore. And I still question that now that I've learned that, could I have learned this another way? Could I have just read a book? <laughs> Could I have listened to no, a podcast? No, no. <laughs> you know? Well, like, yeah, I don't know. But I have, like, younger siblings, and I, like, I try to, like, let them know to not do what I did, you know? So that helps out a lot, for sure. Jamie? Were you going to say something? Nah. Oh, I, I thought I heard your <laughs> mic cut on real quick. I thought you was about to say something. Nah, I just picked it up. Oh. <laughs> So I, I don't know. What what do you think? Let me see how I want to ask this question. But this is to either of you. Would you, and you don't have to share because this is personal, but we're here. We're on the podcast. Um, whatever you feel comfortable with, what do you think, if you could identify one thing that you consider to be a regret of yours that you wish 
again, to answer the question, could this have been learned a different way? Like, what is your, what is that moment for you where you just like, could I have learned this lesson a different way? Did, could we have just changed the way that I operated in this specific instance? Nothing else changed, but I learned the same lesson. What is that one thing for you that you would go back and change? Because hmm. I, because when I, when I think about, I'll go first to give you time to think because it's, it's my thought, right? Like I, for me, it would probably be that moment, right? That that whole thing that happened at Millersville, I would love to be in this position where I am right now mm. without having burnt the bridges that I did, right? Mm. Because I, when I went to Bloomsburg, I think, because, you know, your past influences the way that you operate in the future, right? And so when I went to Bloomsburg, my thought process was I'm here to get a degree and nothing else. So I, I don't think I made any legitimate connections with people at Bloomsburg. So I commuted. So I lived at home with my parents. Like I commuted to campus. I went there for class and then I came home. Now there are some friendships um, that I was able to nurture and that I still do have. But like if a lot of people think back to their college years as like the best times of their life where they made their lasting friendships, they made their best friends in the whole wide world. And I look back and I'm like, man, I don't have those because the very close group of people that I was like, they were my everything in college. We did everything together. We fell apart hmm. and those bridges are burned for the most part. I like just this week was the first time I've had a significant conversation with anyone outside of yourself, I've had pretty superficial relationships with um, two of two people, but one of those two people, I really like, they were on the show and we talked and had the conversations. And so like, we had those moments where we were like, man, this is like nothing. It's almost like nothing has changed. Obviously there's a little guardedness there, but even still like the majority of those friendships will never be the same. Mm -hmm. And I wish I could go back and been able to, I think it, it was a moment where I became scared to make connections with people because I felt like I was going to be the problem and I was mm. going to push everyone away. And I think that I still think that way a lot with my friendships that I'm going to do something that pushes them away or that's going to scare them away from being my friend and they're not going to be my friend. So I, to this day, I feel like I, I have a lot of superficial connections with people, but I don't have a lot of um, deep relationships with people outside of like my wife and chaining those pretty much everything there is to know about me because he's my best friend. But, you know, a lot of people don't know a lot about me. I'm a very guarded person with a lot of the things that are inside and why I'm thinking a lot because I think about my experiences and where I've been. Mm -hmm. So for me, that would be my one thing I would go back and, and change if I could. I got some. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, it would be two things. Like, I'm the type of person who really... Like, I like to tackle things at the root, you know. So the two things would just be, number one, understanding the first principles of what a friendship is for, like, a true friendship. You know, not just a – there's nothing wrong with associations, but, like, as you said, what you said about college and how people felt like they met, like, basically the best friend mm -hmm. is someone who they can call for their wedding. Um, when they, they get they're, – they're, they're working and they get, like, vacation homes, they could swap vacation mm -hmm. homes. Um, I've never really felt that, but now I'm starting to see like it's needed in life. I never thought it was necessary, but I think right now it is necessary, you know? So I would say like 
like number one for me was like really understanding the first principles of what a true genuine friendship is because i was i never really understood that you know uh and then the second thing was just like thinking long term like if i thought back then if my lizard brain thought back then to think five years down the line not not even five years maybe just a month down the line stuff like that mm-hmm. i probably wouldn't have done a lot of things i'll do because i'll be like this would backfire this would do this this would do that you know um so that's why I do. That's why a lot of people I'm starting to realize now why we're in our 20s. A lot of people are telling us invest now. And I never understood it. But now I get it. Like, start now. Because mm-hmm. if you, you you're just playing a long game. So, yeah, I just wish I knew how to play the long game back then. So, yeah. Jamie? I have a lot, a lot of things that I wish <laughs> or that, um, yeah, I basically wish that I would have done better. Um, let's see. I made the mistake to get in trouble around the wrong people. I say that. Um, I got I ended up getting in trouble, you know, with the law and whatnot. And I regret that ever. Ever since then, I don't know. I mean, it was always obviously just the people I was around. I just wish I would have known better because, like, you know, you're young and it's like you want to do so many things um, that you weren't allowed to do before because you have so, like, my parents are strict, wasn't allowed to go anywhere, wasn't allowed to do anything. Now I have the freedom to move out with uh, with a girlfriend that I had and just, just did stupid things. was out. I wasn't really out, but I was uh, like, I, I when I did go out with certain people, we did do things that should not be done. Um, and yeah, I basically, I wish I could go back and just think twice before I did many things, uh, but especially that. I wish I could go back and just not say things that I've said. Mm-hmm. Um, I was so infatuated with the fact of like having a girlfriend at a young age, especially like beginning, like middle school, middle school, high school. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of just by just by, by being so pushy and clingy and stuff like that, I like I, I like sort of kind of ruined my reputation, my reputation. Mm. Um, that made me become like this quiet like i don't talk to anybody because everybody thinks a certain way of me but i'm not for a lot of high school and sometimes i you know i wish i'd go back and just be like why were you so like that like why you know if you could have just chilled for a little bit if you would have just focused on your grades you would have actually been able to play basketball for a lot of the years and stuff like that that main, that main one right there is that's the main focus right there. I wish I could have gone back and just fixed and actually tried in school. That's my mm-hmm. biggest thing. I could do have done so much more if I would have actually. Do you, do you think that would have pushed you in a different direction than the one that you are in now? Absolutely. Like today, you don't think you would have gone to acting school if you had, had finished school on time? Probably and... not. I, I don't know. I ended up finding that because I failed. I failed my senior year because I didn't care twice. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the last time I was like, okay, now it's just time to go to school and I just got to finish it. I, I got to graduate. I got to get these grades. I have to get out of here. I don't want to be that guy that was, that's like, he didn't graduate because he, he didn't, he just like gave up there in senior year and just now he's, he has his GED and stuff like that. There's not that there's anything wrong with having a GED, but, you know, some people don't get a chance to graduate and get a GED. Um, but people like me, I had the chance to graduate and I, I just played around and I was like, I don't care anymore. I gave up for two years. So that that made me fine acting because I, I couldn't play any sports. I couldn't do anything. And I resorted to to, to musical theater. So if I would have actually kept like my shit together, basically, I don't think I would have gone to theater because I would have gotten my, my grades straight, would have been playing sports, probably would have gone to college. And then would have decided, like, oh, I'm you know, probably not going to go anywhere and do anything, but I would at least be able to go to college, good grades. Focus, focus, and then play sports while I'm at it. Hmm. You said two things that I want to touch on, um, but I do, I do want to take a quick break uh, for our, for our sponsor. Do a little ad spot real quick and come back because I don't want to miss this, and I, I know I will forget. Uh, so we'll be right back with a word from our sponsors, and we're back. Uh, there's no video here, Jason. It's okay. So there, there are two things, um, Cheney. One, one of the things that you said really um, triggered a memory, and I, and I, I think I just came to realization. But I want to save that for a moment. I want to say this, and this is to you, Cheney. And I'm, you're gonna hate this moment, but I need to say it in public for everyone to hear. Um, I am extremely proud of you and the man that you've become. Uh, I was there for your last senior year, and I know it could not have been easy to go through the things that you went through and the struggles that you did. Um, and I know the feelings that are in your head, and I know the regrets that you have because of all that you went through. But I want to say publicly so that you hear it, because I've never actually, I've never said this to you, um, but I'm proud of you for never giving up on yourself. And I'm proud of you for not letting your circumstances define who you are and for overcoming that. Um, you are becoming someone who is a tremendous person um, who I love dearly. You are my best friend in the whole world. Um, so I just want to take that second to say that I'm proud of you and the man that you're becoming. Uh, I wouldn't have had anyone else in the world um, be my best man, be my best friend, because you're just, you, yeah. So I just needed you to hear that. I appreciate um, it. No problem. And the other thing that you said that that triggered something in my head that I, I've never in my life had this thought. Right. So, Jason, we, we've talked about already, um, you know, looking back at who we were and how much our past defines us. And, Jamie, you were talking about something about like you being clingy and you whatever when you were in high school. And I just I think I I just realized that when I have been in relationships previous to my current, um, you know, both my first two relationships, they were both two things. Number one, long distance. Number two, um, pretty long-term, over two years, both of them. Um, but I was super, 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 super clingy. Mm. And I think that comes from a lot of what we've already talked, you know, a lot of the stuff that, that went that we went through at Millersville, Jason, like those feelings of nobody being there, 
at that moment. Like all of my significant attachments at that moment felt like there was nothing there. And at the time I was still, you know, I think at that point, my girlfriend at the time had broken up with me. We had been together for a long time. So it felt like everything around me was just falling apart. And so I feel like I, I needed that type of attachment. Like I needed that connection with someone all the time, because if not, like at any point that could just go away because when we were at most, like I didn't expect that fight to happen. That was completely a shock to me. And so I feel like I'm always waiting for that, that shock moment. When is the next shoe going to drop? You know what I mean? So I think a lot of the, the, the way that I behaved in my, in some of my previous relationships was because of, you know, those attachment issues dealing with people that, you know, I wish I could have gone back and made those connections with, you know what I mean? I wish I could have gone back and fixed some of those things. And I just, I never have. And those, those relationships probably, you know, maybe they wouldn't have worked out anyway, but I still wish I, it, they wouldn't have gone about the way that I did, that they did. So it's, it's a lot, but I've never had that. Like I've never put those two ideas together and I could be just be making stuff up to try and make it fit the narrative. But in my head, that makes sense. Like, you know, the things that I did, the issues that I had with people that caused me to separate from them, you know, it made me attached to someone else even stronger because I didn't want that same thing to happen. Um, and I just think that's interesting how your brain functions like that. Mm. I want to I want to expand on that point. I think um, for me personally, I can speak for myself because I can't speak for anybody else, but I behaved in that type of way, too. And. I think for me, the root cause was insecurity. That's another thing I haven't mentioned. Oh, I got a lot of those. <laughs> yeah, I got a lot of that. But uh, yeah, I st- I'm still insecure, to be honest. I think a lot of people are insecure, especially in this day of social media. Um, but back then, um, yeah, I just felt like I was very insecure and I always wanted to prove people wrong for the wrong reasons. Another thing that made me the way I was, um, I would say like high school, not to blame it on anybody, just to give context, like high school, middle school, high school, like I was always the butt of the joke. So when I get to college, you know, people are finding you kind of attractive and stuff like that. I felt like I needed to release all was that was within me, like, you know, just like, uh, you know, like take my revenge on the world. But I have a friend who recently taught me that, like, like if no one has ever done something for you to, for for you to feel like uh don't push people basically she said don't push people away if they've never done anything to make you feel that way you know why are you bringing a past notion of how you interacted with people to something new to someone who can really change your life someone who can really enhance your life and stuff like that and that literally like i would say that probably like ignited the course for me to start thinking more about my past and what i've done to people and stuff like that yeah mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, this is heavy, bro. This is stuff that, like, I mean, it feels good to talk about because you never, you know, unless you have these conversations with people, these are just thoughts that go through your head and you're just like, man, how many things could have been different? How my life would have been different had I, you know, done this X, Y, Z. But what is, what would you say was the best, let's try, try and pick it up a little bit towards the end as we come in to a close here. What would you say is the one thing you are most thankful for having happened in your past that has shaped you into the person that you are today? 
It doesn't have to be because we know we, we've talked a lot about today, a lot of the bad things that have happened to us that we wish we could have gone back and changed. But what's the one good thing that happened for you that that made that change for you, that you felt like things were finally going in a direction that you were happy with or that you were comfortable with? Good thing in the context of negativity or just good thing? No, yeah. just a, just a good thing. Um, oh. You know, because we've talked, we've already talked kind of about the good things that came out of negativity. But what was just the good thing that happened to you? Um, so we can end the end the show on a high note. What was a good thing that happened to you that you are proud of, and that you feel like shaped who you are now and who you are becoming? Yo, this shows how like we always think about negatives. It's so much, <laughs> it's so much so easier hard. to think about than bad stuff than it is the good stuff, but. Yeah. Mm. Hmm. Jamie, you think of anything? I mean, I have some. I don't know if you're wearing on. Yeah, go. No, go ahead. Um. And this isn't on no shit or nothing. Hey, is he still there? My Wi-Fi. I am. Yeah, your Wi-Fi is still. I thought it was me, and then I saw Jason keep moving, and I was like, "All right, it's not not me." Jane, Jane, just when you're about to say something good, then your Wi-Fi want to cut out on you. Yeah, ain't that a shame? Well, while Cheney figures that out, Jason, you think money? Yeah. Um, Go ahead and we'll try and get Cheney when he comes back with the Wi-Fi situation. I won the family lottery, bro. Yeah, I did. I have a great family who care about me. You know, I've been through a lot of hardships. They were always there to call me out, you know. And which I always appreciate. They didn't always just like just on he's a jet. <laughs> right, right, right. They just eat together. <laughs> always agree with me. Like they'll call me out. And you know, that's what I seek now. I seek challenge, you know? Like people need to challenge my ideas because no one is perfect. Like we can't go around the world just thinking we have the best ideas. We can believe in what we like have, but also not like discount other people. Mm-hmm. Um but honestly, like my family, yo, honestly, like they they taught me a lot of things. They made me the man I am today, even though sometimes I wasn't representative of what they taught me, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. Um mm-hmm. but just having that structure, you know, uh I, I that's something I want to continue in my life to propagate. And um yeah, it's it's really my family. I won the family lottery for sure. I I I would uh I would say that we, in that case, we both must have won. We must have split that lottery somehow. <laughs> um, there's a lot of things in my life that I'm proud of. I am, um, and things that I look back and I'm like, man, that was a great, it's a great thing. Um, but but I, I appreciate my family so much for always being there. Um, you know, my mom specifically has been there for me in a lot of the darker moments of of my life that I just did not feel great um not that my dad wasn't there for me but it's just it's different my mom has a different way of addressing things that 
So it's a little bit different. Come here. Um, all right. <laughs> Give me a second. So um, I, I thank God that he has placed my my parents um, in my life and that they have continually instilled um, all these morals and everything that they have. Um, I would not be who I am. I would not be where I am if it wasn't for them. And so I'm eternally grateful for them. Um, I, 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 you could pay me all the money. There's a lot of things I would do for a lot of money in the world. Uh, but the one thing I would not do is trade my parents. Um, never, ever, ever, ever. Now I would smack my parents. Uh, I <laughs> was like, I'll give you $20 billion to smack your mom in the face. I, my mom's going to have to hold that real quick. Um, but I would not, I would not give her up for anything. And on my dad, they would do the same thing for my dad. Um, and my sister, uh, I know, I mean, you know, one of the things, oh, as Cheney kicks back out, one of the things, and she's not going to listen to this, but I just need to say it anyway. Um, one of the, the bigger regrets that I have uh, in terms of family, uh, is not having had a better relationship with my sister. Um, we're very different people, but I hope that she knows, and I think she does, because we're we're becoming better friends now. I think we were so different in high school and college that it was like I didn't know how to operate in that realm. And now I'm kind of starting to see just like that we're more alike than I maybe thought we were. Um, and so we're becoming much, much closer and better friends now. <laughs> um, but I hope my sister knows that I love her dearly. Um, and I would not trade her for the world either. All right, Cheney, your turn. Look at how crispy that video looks, Cheney. Well, you should have been doing that the whole time. Right, whole time. I just didn't feel like getting on my phone, but whatever. At this point, I might as well. Um, um, was one thing that happened that right? Good thing. Okay. Yep. And like I was, like I was trying to say, this isn't sappy. This isn't like typical. I'm not hey, saying it's, just it's to okay say to it. be sappy, bro. We out here. We big sappy out here, big sappy energy. <laughs> but the the first thing before this happening, um, was when when Ruby and I first got together. Mm. Once that, um, I think that started getting the right way. I was still kind of iffy. Uh, but once we got out of high school and we started doing a lot together, that's kind of when I first. That's when that's like. I'm going the right way mm-hmm. and I chose the right person because literally I, a lot of the things I wouldn't have done if it wasn't for Ruby. She was like, although I had my, my mom on my ass, but like, it was just it, like, it wasn't in a, like, it was, it wasn't in a good way. Like it, it is cause they mean well, but they don't say it that way. They, they, they say it so differently. And it's just like, are you trying to help me? Or are you, do you want me to, kill myself <laughs> like i don't know what you want from me um but like ruby was like on my ass always making sure this that got done at school in new york always making sure everything's right like i was saying earlier um we make sure that if we spend money we spend it on like we have the money to spend it and it'd be okay and not like cost anything like if we have that like we have money saved we save money she makes sure that that everything's set for money wise like if we need something we have the money for it and if we like we don't have money to spend it because we need it for something else it's like she just knows this is safe this is what we got to spend if we need it we get it if we don't need it we 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 can't afford to spend it right now so like ruby's the big main thing that like that 
made me realize that I'm probably going the right way right now. <laughs> All right. Well, this is a, a I've enjoyed this um, probably more than I thought it was. I mean, anytime I get to talk to Jason is a good day because um, that's my boy. But it's just, you know, it's a it's it's nice to just be able to talk, you know, about how you because a lot of I think a lot of uh, friendships, a lot, especially when it comes to guys, there's this, you know, guys aren't allowed to have emotions. They're not allowed to have feelings that, you know, you got to keep everything inside and anything else is showing weakness and you're a punk or whatever. That toxic masculinity tries to sneak in every once in a while. So it's just nice to be able to be around your boys and just be able to talk about real life. You know what I'm saying? So, so I appreciate the right boys. Like, I mean, there has to be, you have to be around because, no, right like, talking to Jason is like it's like a refreshing like conversation. <laughs> you try to say this to Grio, and Grio will talk out his well, that's, ass. And that's and why so... you have to be you have to have conversations with the right people. But uh, but you're <laughs> right. It is it is definitely nice to to have people who. Will listen when you speak and actually, you know, want to hear and and have good things to say. Uh, So, Jason, from the bottom of our hearts, we want to thank you for pulling up to the Afro Latinos podcast. Uh, We want to have you back on any show that you want to come on. We got a couple. No, you're not a sports guy, so you know we can't we can't be have you on to talk about sports. Although he is an ATL Cheney, and he did not go celebrate. The Braves winning the World Series. I don't know how this is right there. I'm saying, like, anytime the Astros <laughs> lose is a good day for me. But I'm saying, like, <laughs> he was in the middle of ATL and he didn't pull up to the celebration. Um, but we yeah, want to thank yeah. you for being on the show. Uh, we hope to have you back again. This has been another episode of Afro Latinos uh, with your co-host Alvin. And you're now here, co-host Chandler. And our boy Jason. Jason, thank you so much. Everybody, have a good night. Yeah, be safe, everyone.